um, and let's lift them up toward heaven and and repeat after me when you get ready. And when I get ready, I'm going to be ready. I can feel it um, as that goes. Okay, everybody, repeat after me. Say, this is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I can be what it says I can be. And I can do what the Word says I can do. It's the living seed of God living in me, and I'll never be the same. Never, never, never will I be the same. God increase, passive decrease. Give us ears to hear what God has to say. I'm going to walk with power and not let the loss get left. Amen. You may be seated. So we are, are going to preach about being close to Jesus. And uh, that is a that is a, a, a great a great place to be is, is close to Christ. Because if you're close to Christ, that means you move further away from things that are not of God. Amen. Yeah. And so uh, part of our good thing is and you begin to the, to, to uh, pick up on these things and, and even as we're talking about during this time of prayer and fasting. Uh, uh, honestly, all truth, real truth right here. How many of y'all have had a little bit of a rough time during your prayer and your fasting? Okay. Okay. So, so four, 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 four. Okay. Four, four. So, so some of us are struggling and it's, it's there. Amen. Amen. You're on the right track then. Okay. It's okay. And so I'm, I'm not asking you if you've slipped up. I'm not asking any of those things. It's just been rough. It's just been different. Uh, it seems like to be an agitator at every door uh, that, that wants to get on your nerves. Don't ever say get on your last nerve. You got more than that. Uh, <laughs> don't donate the last one, right? Because you donate that last one. Don't even, don't even say it. Say, no, I got more than that. I got more to come. But that God has filled you up with such a plan and a purpose for what you're doing, all right? So again, every time on a Sunday, we reset and we renew what we did the week before, okay? And reset, renew, whatever it went through, and say, okay, God, I want to be better about uh, being more prayerful than cravings. Amen? I want to be more prayerful than I am of cravings. I don't walk up in the middle of it, because it can even turn on you like a zombie, you're like, I smell cake. Like, and ain't nobody even baked. You know, you just, you ain't, nobody's baked anything. You say, well, I'm in the garage. Why I smell cake? Ain't nobody in there. I'm pumping gas. I smell cake. Like, right? So close to you, submitted to the will of God. So I'm submitted to the will of God to make sure it happens. I, the thing, and, and love even the, the prayer for Anthony because, you know, Ava's praying for her dad, and, and they're all praying for their dad, and he's out there making sure we're safe. Right? That's what that's what the body of Christ does as well. You can help you pray for not just you but others. And making sure others are safe, making sure others are well taken care of, and making sure that those are the things that, that we have. And so let's go. Let's let's jump in this because I don't go around and then we want to get you we want to get you done. Okay? At the time, oh Matthew chapter nine, verse 14, settle down, just calm down. I thought I would be called by that. Okay. At that time, John's disciples came to Jesus and asked, why is it that we and the Pharisees fast so often, but your disciples do not fast? Mind your business, but that's a story. It's not in there. Jesus, 
Jesus replied, how can the guests of the bridegroom mourn while he is with them? But the time will come when the bridegroom will be taken from them, then they will fast. Everybody say, then, then. they will fast. Okay, so again, they coming up, why your people don't fast? We up here, we hungry. You know, that's always like why somebody else ain't doing it, but you do what you do and don't worry about somebody else. Remember, the weather doesn't change when you put your coat on, it's supposed to change. Right? I put my coat on. If somebody's popping off, I put my coat on mentally, emotionally, spiritually, because then they may not, they may be still talking, but now I'm warm with Christ. You can say whatever you want to. I got, I'm covered. I got my coat on. I got my coat on, and I, and I don't quit looking for things to change. And so we don't worry about other people, whatever God calls you to do. You do what you got to do. And Jesus told them, I'm right here with them. And so, again, we understand by the process of elimination, when you fast, it is about drawing closer to Jesus. All right? That's, that's what it's all about. I don't care what you've given up. You're giving up TV, it's to draw closer to Jesus. You're giving up the radio, it's to draw closer to Jesus. You're giving up food, it's to draw closer to Whatever you're doing for your fast, it is to draw closer to Jesus. To draw closer to Jesus. It's not that he's not with you, because that's silly, right? Because he said he'll never leave you or forsake you. But there are times we can get so caught up in what we got to do and what we want to do that we forget who's really close to us. And so where Jesus is turning us to them, the fasting is simply about getting close to Jesus. It is revealed here in the scripture to their question. I'm right here. Now, you listen. You say, okay, if Jesus never left me or forsake me, why am I fasting? Because listen to this. He said, when I go away, he even said this in scripture, when I must go away, that the Holy Spirit may come. So the Holy Spirit has come upon us, right, dwells in us. And then the Holy Spirit comes on us to teach us and grow us and guide us. So if Jesus never left me and never forsake me, what am I fasting for if he's already here and he's always here? Here it is. Our very desire to fast is about relationship and draw closer to his presence. We are living in a time where Jesus has been taken out of everything. Right? So he's been taken out of schools. He's been taken out of some churches that took Jesus out. How do you uninvite the guest of honor? They done kick Jesus out the church. Listen, listen. So he says, I must go away. And when I go away, they don't need to fast while I'm here. But when I'm here, while I'm gone, that's when I need to fast. They're taking them out of our society. They're trying to take them away from our kids. They're trying to take them out of that. Fast and pray then. Because they're taking them out. So you need to get yourself in a position where they don't know who's within. Again, that's the coat that we put on our kids. That's the coat we put on our surroundings. I'm fasting, I'm praying because I'm going to coat you up. And it may not change them on the out. Have y'all ever apologized to somebody and they still act crazy? Huh? And you think, you're like, okay, apology didn't work. Let's kill them. No kids are in there, right? No kids are in there, right? right? And, and, and God says, I didn't have you apologize for them to get better. I had you apologize so you could stay better. I know, Paul, I know. They're the ones I don't like either. <laughs> Bless the Lord, oh my soul. And all I can beat within you. So you've got to look at it when, when we want to make sure everybody else gets fixed. God wants to make sure you are fixed. Because we can't fix the problem if we're always fixing the blame. Right? So I want things to be settled. I want things to be fixed, but I can't fix you. Yeah, you're going to still say the same stuff. You're going to still do the same thing. And I'm going to be honest with you, when I put on my, my family got me a blessed coat. It looks like, it looks like foil paper on the inside. <laughs> this thing keeps me so warm. I like, I ran all six. I was so comfortable. 
And I was just running with my hands in my pocket. Ahead of my, and I was like, I was like, I, it don't matter if I'm the only one here. If me and Madison are the only ones here at church today, we're going to have church. And I'll just dedicate them. i like, how's she going to get here by herself? But anyway, like, we're going to do this. Like, we're going to do this. Right? It got to be crazy. And I watch now. And again, if you smoke, don't take this personally. Or maybe. I, I'm impressed with people who smoke cigarettes. Their dedication. Because they'll be out there. Tube alone. I got to get this. If I had that kind of commitment to my Bible reading, like just outside, I just got to read the scripture. Just like they committed. Anytime I saw, I saw a lady out there, no. She's getting it in. She had him. She's getting it in. Now, I know that ain't your role model, but I'm just talking about the commitment. God cannot be as addicted to you. To the point that there's no weather that's ever going to stop me from serving you. Right? She's going to serve that, right? She's serving that. I know, like, y'all, like, that's so me. No, I'm trying to draw on that commitment. That commitment. Because I want to see us break through. I want to see us overcome. I want to see us being, being blessed. And, and, and so we look at these things and we say, so we, when we're living in this time where Jesus has been taken out and they're trying to push everything else in, like, okay, so I'm fasting and praying because this kind of only comes out through fasting and praying. They're trying to take the bridegroom out. But he said, I got to go away. But when I go away, they're going to fast. Just slow down. I've been a high person since yesterday morning at 4 a.m. Okay. 500 kids in town from all over the state of Texas. And so I've been talking, I've just been wired up. And I've been telling myself, if you could just settle down. And I said to myself this morning, I said, self, stop giving me so much information to be excited about. Because I'm excited. Like, like I, if I could turn it off, I'd turn it off. Well, I wouldn't. But you know what I mean? There's a lot to live for. Right? And, and I, I remember this, that I remember telling people, I remember telling people, because I didn't think I was going to live that long. I didn't think I was going to live past 22. Then I didn't think I was going to live past 40. I remember telling people, I'm not afraid to die. And I remember one teacher challenged me, yeah, but, but are you afraid to live and become what you're supposed to be? Yeah, yeah, we, we know you're not afraid to die because there's no work in that. But can you be strong enough to want to become what you're supposed to become? Like, when, when that discovery came on me, now I'm not afraid to live. Right? Because well, dying's just, that's it. But when I say yes to I want to be alive and yes to who I need to be and yes, because yes is expensive. Yes will cost you some time. Right? Anybody ask you to do something, you say yes to it. Okay, then you block out any other times you had because now that's covered. It's expensive. And so again, imagine the power of not just saying, I'm raising somebody that's not afraid to die. I'm raising somebody that's not afraid to become what they need to become. Because we don't want them to get to the end of their life and realize they never became who they should have become. But they're going to become everything that they need to become because I'm going to speak that over them. Amen. Right? Stop auditioning for friendships and people that never want to accept you except unless you're doing something crazy. The audition has been canceled. If you don't like me like this, then I'm not auditioning. I'm not going to be singing and dancing for you no more. I should have been doing it that long, but I did, and it's over. Right? Matthew 11, 12 says the kingdom of God suffers violence, and the violence take it by what? We're not passive. Christianity is not passive. It's not passive. You get up, you get up, come to church. Come on, I'll tell the truth, shame the devil. 
Fan felt good. Don't lie. Don't lie. Up until about 4 a.m., I was like, ooh. Snuggles. We're cool. There's nothing out there for me. It felt good. But then I said, I've said yes to you, God, so let's start moving out of here and into the next place where there's a better feeling. Because it's one thing to count the cost. It's another thing to have to count the regret for not paying it. All right? I want to pay it. I want to pay, pay the cost. I want to pay for that. I, I want to pay that. Kingdom of God suffers violence and a violent take it by force. You can't be passive in your prayer life. You can't be passive in your walk. You can't be passive. You, you, God didn't die so we arrived to heaven safely. He died for us to be dangerous right here. I want to have dangerous words. Everything that I preached, I almost share, I shared yesterday, just in a different form to all these people. That I remember these little kids, little girls coming to me, man, I'm, I'm down worth something. Just tell me, yes, I, I see my value and what you were saying. You made me like, you made me recognize I'm worth it. I'm worth it. I'm worth it. Man, I didn't even know, man. Like when I saw you acting like you was acting, and I can't remember what I was. I was jumping around or something. It's on video. It's something. It's on video. I just couldn't sell it. I couldn't pull it together. I couldn't. I couldn't. Like, okay, children. But you don't even do that with 500 kids anyway. But she goes, you made me know that I am worth something. Just by the way you are. And I didn't even get to the part. I didn't even share this on this panel, which I thought I was going to share. But when you get up there, the Spirit of God, I didn't get to tell them about the part that if somebody left you in there because you're worthless, they left you because they couldn't afford you. I didn't get to that one. Next week, next week, next week. <laughs> no broke people trying to tell you you aren't worth nothing. <sighs> Let it go, Pastor. So, following Jesus requires intense perseverance and fasting, uh, strengthens our stance with Jesus. The kingdom is making great strides. Now is the time for courageous souls, forceful people to take hold of it. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. So one thing is for sure, the devil isn't just going to stand by and do nothing. All right? If God called you to a fast, the cravings isn't coming from God. He's not trying to see how strong you'll be. All right? That's somebody else. If there's a thing called devil's food cake. I'm just throwing it out there. I'm just saying However, our stand with Jesus leaves him powerless to stop in our walk with God. And, and so, so there, is, there is a force that comes from fasting and establishes us in God's kingdom. The kingdom will never be received passively. You have to grab hold of the kingdom. If, in order to leave our past and whatever we've been through, you have to grab hold to what God's got for you now and the promise before. In order to leave all the bitterness and unforgiveness and the hurt and the pain, you have to grab healing. There are days you have to grab it. When, when Pastor Lee was talking about overcoming fear, you have to step up and say, I am going to live and not die. you got to grab that. you got to grab that. I am not a failure. I am blessed by God. I am blessed in the city, blessed in the field. I am God called able. Right? And then you can go with that in Ephesians 320. He's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we can ask of that. Get Get it, get it on Spotify, because apparently I can't slow down. 
Where I sound like I'm an auction. You know when they tell you all this stuff, here, take this medication, and then they get to the, all the side effects, and then all of a sudden you may die, and you may lose one eye, and you may lose your leg, you may lose the ankle, but you did take this medicine, and if you start to feel this again, one of the side effects is death. Wait a minute, what's my problem again? Because I may want to just stick with that. You know what I mean? I just, let me go that route, because this one seems to kill me faster than it's supposed to be helping. Ever got some bad helpers in your life? Yeah. The kingdom will always be, will, will always be someone who receives it with force. So, so that means that when it's this fast is a force. And, and, and you know, there are people trying to give free food away yesterday. Free. Y'all know the word. Free. Free. Just here, take it. We let us go buy you something. Here, all of a sudden. Now you know days you eat everything, ain't nobody around to buy you a snack. But when you're trying to follow God, you have people show up, wallet open, checks received, and trying to do it. Now you got to realize, do I want to be a rich young ruler, or do I want to be ruled by the King of Kings and Lord of Lords? Right? Because whatever they're purchasing is not great enough value to hold you to what God's got the worth. For your life. So I begin to pull that thing. Listen to this in Joel chapter 2, verse 12 through 13. It says, Yet even now declares the Lord, return to me with all your heart, with fasting, weeping, and mourning. So rend your hearts and not your garments. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger, abounding in loving devotion, and he relents from sending disaster. Now, Christopher and Crystal did not do this time because we're fasting. This is time to pick. But how powerful it is that we are fasting while we dedicate Madison. Think about that. Think about how holy. And I don't know what, how you came to church. I don't know if you fought all the way. I'm calling you holy because that's what I'm going to call you. Okay? I, I don't know if y'all didn't get to stop at the stack place and y'all got into it because somebody got the wrong Gatorade. I don't care. When you walked in here, you're holy. Pastor, hey, Mr. Mill. You walked in here, you are holy. Okay, just for Madison's sake. So we're, again, we, we were not only not only did we show up, we were prepared not outwardly only, but inwardly. So he says, you know, when people used to fast back then, they tear up their clothes. That meant I'm going hungry. God says, make sure instead of tearing your clothes, that it deals with your heart. Right. Don't go around telling people what good you're doing. Now, I know we're doing it corporately. Our deal is to encourage each other. But don't go around, oh, I'm fasting. I just love the Lord. Don't nobody talk to me. Don't nobody share me no food. I just love the Lord. Yep. I'm such a good Christian. What did you fasting to make? Okay, look here, John. One of John people. I'm a Jesus people. And I got it away from me. So, again, he said, make sure it deals with your heart. In other words, man. If you're getting mad all the time while you're fasting, you probably need to eat that day. <laughs> We'd rather have nice you than angry, hungry you. Right? Hangry you. Oh, you know what I mean? Like, like oh, I'm just getting put up. Why are you talking to me? Nah, nah, nah. You know what I ain't? Okay, look. Ain't no Jesus in that, bro. Go get you a sandwich. Come on, you start up tomorrow. 
right? Start on tomorrow. They need to get to a point where you just don't need. I was, I was thinking, uh, like, like you get to a point in a place where you're just like, God, whatever you want, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Like, like God, man, let me feel heaven. I, I want to do this right. That's why we get to reset. That's why, like, even though you did probably get mad about not being able to eat something that somebody walked in there and, <laughs> and we had my, my niece and nephew stay with us last night. What night is it? Night before last. I didn't say it was last night before that. Friday night to Saturday. And Pastor Reed said, well, I'll make y'all breakfast. She's fasting too. Bacon, eggs. Oh, my. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> After she's already cooked it, she goes, does this bother you? <laughs> no. Not now. Not now. The fact you stood over and made it and can't eat it, if you made it through that, I'm good. Now, I immediately got dressed and got up out of there. Because that pig was like, Bruh. <laughs> Look what you should have done. And so one of the things of it is, is that you can still serve and you can be around it, but when you got the coat on from fasting, it don't have to affect you. Okay? Listen, they just won't let me make it. They won't let me make it. I was for sure Pastor Rita was trying to take me out. When we first got married. We were making, since we were kids, you know, got about elementary school, just, you come home to a chocolate cake on a Tuesday. Yeah. Why are we having Tuesday cake? It's Taco Tuesday, not Cake Tuesday. <laughs> like, why? Just why? Why? Why do we have to have this? Oh, I just felt like making a cake on a Tuesday. Ain't nobody's birthday. Ain't nobody's, you know. Just here's a cake. I was like, she's trying to get rid of me. Mama, why she can't get cake? Because <laughs> I'm gonna eat it. Because she knows no cake left behind. I'm like the military. <laughs> No cake left behind. I'm gonna take that with me. I ain't gonna waste this cake. I was crossing in there. I'd be up in there at midnight just. Anybody, now listen, I know you don't do this. I know, I know y'all sophisticated. I do I believe this, right? Because again, when it's talking about that, he says, call the fastman. You have I will eat with my hand. I see. I will eat with my hand. I know what you do with me. Y'all see him out here running. Every crumb just be falling off me. But it's, it's, it's getting that point, right, where you get in there and you dive into the presence of God and you dive into the will of God and it says that, so you rid your hearts, Lord. So even if you couldn't make it through not eating, make sure your heart don't get turned around. Make sure if that's pointed toward God, eat you some ribs. I don't care. I thank you for joining us, but make sure your heart is turned toward God. Right? John 14, 1 says, let not your heart be troubled. Believe in God, believe also in me. Make sure your heart is in it. Mm-hmm. Not just, not, not about what you don't have, but what God has put inside of you and what he is correcting as we go. So, listen, this, this is, I love this. So, it com- it's a command from God that produces spiritual turnaround. We call it the, the turnaround anointing. And I know it's not a biblical thing that says turnaround anointing, but what I mean by turnaround anointing, you got somebody that's going the wrong way, and you're praying, and then the anointing hits them, and they turn around and starts going the right way, okay? Can I call it what I want to call it? This is a turnaround anointing. And maybe you used to have a really bad temper, but God done turned you around. You got the turnaround anointing on your life. You got that turn around. You're, you're believing God for them. I pray for them to turn around. Turn around. Get the, don't get in that direction. Turn around. Have the turnaround anointed on them. And so starving our hearts 
toward the things of this world and producing the hunger for Jesus to fulfill his purposes, that is the greatest point. I don't want to have a heart for gossip. I don't want to have a heart for what everybody else is doing. I want to have a heart for what the kingdom of God has called me to do. That's, that's, that's my heart. That's the will of God, his purpose in our house. And that's, that's it. Joel tells us to, to tear our heart, not just our clothes, meaning that it should be deeper than what we give up on the outside and greater how much we give ourselves to God on the inside. It is that, right? The outward things are temporary, but the inward things are everlasting. They're eternal. The things that you can see are temporary. Things are unseen are eternal. I want to have an eternal experience with God. Not a temporary, I miss lunch. I want to have that eternal meal that God provides by way that I don't stop and start on something else, but I stay. So we got stop, start, or stay. I want to stay. I want to stay. I want to stay there, right there in God's presence. The outward man. And as that body begins to do it, the Bible says this in Matthew 26 and verse 40. It says, though indeed the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. So when your flesh is weak and you're, you, you know, you wake up some morning. I know, I know when I go just water, when I'm only doing water, I can smell stuff in my sleep. I can smell it. And God says, just pray. Your spirit is willing. Your spirit is willing. And so for us to finish like we're supposed to finish, this is what we're called to do. We don't repent with the idea God is so mean that if I don't re re return to him, he will destroy me. That's not why we repent. Now, again, if you don't repent, that will happen. Okay? Let's, let's, let's not get that twisted. I don't want Instead, the idea is God is so gracious and merciful, slow to anger, and of great, of great kindness that he will spare me from what I deserve if I turn back to him. So let me, let me do this full circle. Whatever behavior you have before you came to Christ and asked him to come into your heart and save you, you are delivered from that. Mm -hmm. You're not going to pay for cigarettes that you did in your high school years. Okay, let me help you out. Some people think they deserve a cancer. They think they deserve something because of what they did before Christ. Remember, I'm a new creature in Christ. Old things are passed away. Right? And we got relatives passed away. They don't come up every other, they don't come out of house to get a sandwich. I'm just saying, that's crazy. You need to quit letting old stuff come out and eat off your mound table. To letting them get the dessert off your down table. They passed away. Come on, you got relatives. My cousin Bernard, he just passed away. If he came, knocked on the door, I'm first of all, I'm passing. First of all, he got to catch me to tell me it's him. <laughs> so yeah, that, which was always my, 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 even as a kid, my crazy response. My sister Sarah tell you, when people like, take me, Lord, let them stay, take me. I'm like, I wish they could just switch. I, you know I just want to see it one time. Switch back. Mm-hmm. Just see what happens. I was playing. <laughs> Don't say stuff just to be emotional. Speak the truth. Just learn how to be here. So he says that. He says that I, God loves me so much, he wants to see the best for me. All right? 
and so all of us, even if I ask a question, I could get all of you to raise your hand, even though some of you wouldn't do it, but we've all been a child once. And a person who was disciplining us, we didn't like it. But we found out later when we got older, that was what was best for us. Yeah. Yeah. It's one person. Even I was telling our teachers, I'm working on this thing because they're thanks makers. The teachers that makes us thankful for them were the ones who would not let us get away with becoming less than what we needed to be. The ones that stayed on us and made us stuff. You know, I don't like her. She just hates me. Well, do you realize now they loved you? You just didn't know what love looked like. It was, it was absent from you. You didn't know what it looked like. It's like you just thought she was mean. Uh, Miss Sheffield taught you, didn't she? Okay, Miss Sheffield taught me. Miss Sheffield taught some other people. That lady was there longer than the school was. <laughs> That's crazy. And she taught government. Miss Sheffield, baby. Mm -hmm. You better sit down. I'm like, how's she going to see me if I'm doing something wrong? Like, she headed the other way. It would take her a good 10 minutes to get from the back of the class before. <laughs> I could have got away with anything. But then because she was so respected, because you knew you, she loved you, you didn't cross her. And Coach Steroids over there, that's what I tell you to do. Those are the ones we got. Those are the tires that we found. I didn't say it was right. I'm just saying, out of his brute force was nothing compared to her for her love. Nothing happened in her classroom. Let me tell you, the love of God is greater than the anger of people. It's greater. You gotta work working on it. even your anger towards yourself. God, I don't deserve it. Okay, quit saying the obvious. We, we none of us do. So ultimately, it is his goodness that leads us to repentance. Romans 2:4. Read it. Thank I'm playing. Mm -hmm. Read Romans 2:4. Psalm 16, verse 7 through 9 says this: I will bless the Lord who hath given me counsel. My reins also instruct me in the night seasons. I have set the Lord always before me because he is at my right hand and I shall not be moved. Therefore, my heart is glad and my glory rejoiceth. My flesh also shall rest in hope. Okay? Now, I'll tell you about something loving on yourself. I have this shirt these kids made for me in 2010, 2011. The shirt says that all 70 of this group, these mentors said, the shirt says, I heart Tory. Mm -hmm. Now, if you wanted something to bring you to humility, walk into a school and see all the students wearing a shirt with your name on it, saying they love you. By the way, this school was allegedly supposed to be the most prejudiced school in the state of Texas. Okay? So just by people talking about what they knew, but never going in and seeing what was really going on. Okay? So, again, and so I, I was like, I was really a little intimidated to wear it because I'm thinking, like, who, who's going to wear it? Do any of y'all got a shirt that say, I heart you on it? Y'all don't got that? Okay. So I wear it thinking like, this is kind of like, you know, bougie. Who walks around loving on himself? Why wouldn't I? As I was thinking about it, why wouldn't I love me? See, because if you can't love yourself, you're never going to be able to be yourself. Right? So he said, I bless the Lord at all times. And so I was wearing it. I wore it yesterday. I was telling him, like, you got to love yourself. And this, this, this other little girl who called me, she goes, man, I'm so glad. I was telling my mom about you. I was telling my mom about you that, that, that I don't no longer, I no longer take my ADD medicine. I'm thinking like, oh, oh, Jesus. Oh, Lord. How's that working out? How is that going down? She goes, no, Mr. Tori, you don't understand. I'm not, I'm no longer wanting to commit suicide because usually when I take that medicine, I'll be so depressed I want to take suicide. I had anxiety. I had, I don't take it no more, Mr. I don't take it no more. She's screaming at me, right? We're out there. Her mom pulls up. Let me be the doctor. Don't want to meet her. 
told me to stop taking my medicine. Now, I didn't say stop taking it. What I said was that I'm living without it, and you need to see about what you're putting in you. She went home and stopped taking it. Now, God was on the words, and her life has been a hundred times better. But I repeat, I never said don't take it. I'm saying I never will. But again, God has called all of us, and when we get in front of people, God is saying you're being that great example. You're making people recognize that they are not lost. They're not messed up. They're, they're, right. This is normal. There's no coffee in this. You can get this for free. Stop watching that guy. They ain't got the caramel I got. <laughs> so there's nothing in this world that can counsel you better than the Lord. So bless the Lord every day. Whatever you need to do, bless him first because that's the counsel. God doesn't just counsel to get blessings, but he counsels guys in him who is the blessing. So I'm not trying to just get information from you, God, like a stock market or, or what I should trade on Wall Street. No, I'm saying, God, you are the one I will bless. And that's how the counsel comes to us. If we're trying to hustle God, which is a bad hustle, by the way, who knows all the cards you're about to deal with anyway. Right? And so I'm going to you, Lord, I'm going to bless you. Even in this cold weather, I'm going to get out. I want to be a blessing to you. David starts by saying, bless the Lord, and blessings to the Lord is what opens our heart to being counseled by God. God, why don't I listen to you when you tell me something? Because you won't bless him first, so your heart will be open to hear. If you're saying, this is some counsel, come on, those of you who make a mistake and you know, like, God, why didn't I just, let it? not y'all, I've said this, because y'all never did this, y'all are great Christians, I'm so glad I'm around y'all, because y'all make me feel uh, worse than, but, but sometimes I'll get better than, because y'all give me goals. So I said, God, why didn't I just listen to you? And I just stopped myself. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, all that's within me. Bless his holy name. Let me bless you, Lord, so I can understand what that counsel is. So I can hear you. Because I know you're with me. Why don't I listen? Pastor Rita has a whole other message about me not listening. But I'm preaching So what we give our blessing to, what we give a blessing to, now just be careful about what you bless and what you like on social media and all these things that you support, right? Because what you give your blessing to is what will have our ear in the night season. So if you listen to that verse, right? He says, who hath given me counsel, my reigns also instruct me in the night seasons. Anybody can talk to you when things are good. In fact, you can hear good when things are good. But when it's nighttime and nothing else is working out, when your finances got nighttime open, you gotta have the nighttime finances, wake up, what? You get at that time when you're trying to set an alarm clock because it's so broken in there, you're trying to get those things away and wake up emotionally and wake up fear, you know, just trying to get those. And so those things don't know how to talk to you in the nighttime like God knows how to talk to you in the nighttime. Lay down with Jesus. Quit supporting, quit blessing, quit the things. Again, what you bless is what's going to talk to you. You bless your hate, your hate is going to instruct you. Bless your sadness, your anxiety, that will instruct you. I want more instructions from that. I want instructions from God. I'm going to bless God. All right? 
So I don't want to give a blessing to anything that's not godly. This is a great example of how to renew our minds and be transformed so that the enemy cannot get us to conform to this world. That's Romans 12, 1 and 2. Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Matthew 6, 33 says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God. See the king first. See the king first. Before you go see your problems, go see the king first. Before you go see somebody else's opinion, go see the king first. God, I'm going to see you first. Before I see anybody else, before I make a deal, I'm going to go see the king first. So David went a step beyond just seeking God first to seeking God always. So sometimes we go see God and then we get what we need and then we stop seeing him. He's not my date. He is my Lord and my Savior. Right? I didn't just seek you just what I can get out of you. I'm not hustling you, Jesus. I'm not pulling out of you. You're, you're, you're not my IV. Look like a plug him in, take him out. See the king first, but then see the king always. See him always. And that's why fasting is a daily thing. That's why it's a daily thing. You know, people walk up, walk up to you and go like, what are you doing? Um, man, I'm just serving God. You're not telling me you're not eating. I'm just blessing God. They use a backup for everything. So as they don't know Christ. <laughs> oh, they're blessing Jesus. I like saying stuff like that because it helps get me to get people away from me. But you know, I'm blessing Jesus right now. You want to join in? So bless God. And bless him, and that's going to be your counsel. If you're tired of hearing your mind tell you what you're not, start blessing Jesus so he'll say what the word says about you. Okay? So we're going to do that. See the king first. See the king always. Romans 8.31. If God be for me, y'all know this, who can be against me? If God is before me, put God first before me, who can be against me? Right? You got to go through my big brother, my big sisters. Because they go before me. He goes before me. So the people say, if God is for me, who can be against me? And what they want to do is they want God as a sidekick. You know, God wants to be the main entrance. Alright? And he ain't going to be a side door or a den. We used to have a den. They'll go around in the den. Don't nobody want to get up and open the front door because you got to walk by all the furniture with the plastic on it. It's a believer's strength on how we can stay on the mark and not be moved because anyone that comes against us has to go through God first. So we're going to stay on break for a minute. And our just fire is fantastic. So as your heads are bowed and your eyes are closed, and Jesus, thank you for bringing me to this service today. Not just about me. Thank you, Lord God, for reminding me that I am not a selfish person. <laughs> Thank you, Lord, for helping me see some things today. Sure so that your hands are bowed and your eyes are closed and people are praying. It's just me and you. I got my eyes open. Jesus is looking. If you're in here and you say, man, I don't know Jesus. I, I don't know where I'm going to spend eternity. You're talking about getting counsel from God. I, I don't even know if I really know God. I don't want to be right with God. Never, never accepted Christ. And never, never done anything to, to never uh, responded 
the opportunity to accept Jesus. His hands are bowed, eyes are closed. If that's you, I just want you to raise your hand and put it down so we can pray over you. Awesome, awesome. In the house, in the house. Awesome, good deal, awesome. Now, now, as your hands are bowed and we're praying over you, I just pray for the power of the Holy Spirit to just come upon you like never before. That your counsel will be from God. I pray, first of all, for the strength of you to bless the Lord at all times. And his praises will always be on your lips. And all of us will be able to lift up the name of Jesus to draw closer to him. As the Bible says, draw close to God and he'll draw close to you. Cleanse your hands. So anything that's coming against you and trying to tell you what you used to be, remind them of what God called you to be. And what God has called you in that no devil in hell can take you away from. So Lord, I receive. I receive the closeness with you by the power of the blood of Jesus. I thank you, Lord God, in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen, amen.